What would you say your approach is to maximizing rental property profitability and return on investment? Always important for the investor. Yeah, so you know, it's it's all about goals. Some people have specific cap rates that they're looking for with an investment. Um, you know, some people have other important factors. Like I have one couple right now, they're not as worried about cap rate as they are getting a really good tenant in place because they're planning to move into that home in two years. So they just want enough money to cover their expenses and to make sure that the tenant we put in there is going to take care of the garden and you know do little things like that so communication again is going to be key making sure hey guys welcome again to the property pros podcast i'm mark goldwich with gold star adjusters a public adjuster here in jacksonville florida but interested in all things property. Today's guest is Jenna Dennis. Jenna is with Great Expectations Realty and Auction and Estate Services. I just know her as Jenna with Great Expectations. So Jenna, take a few minutes and let everybody know about yourself and Great Expectations. Absolutely, it's great to be here and thank you so much for having me. Um, so Great Expectations Realty originally started as Great Expectations Auction and Estate Services and then when my husband and I met, of course, we uh, married and he was a real estate broker and we combined our businesses. So that's how we ended up doing real estate, auction and estate services. We're also a licensed auto brokerage and a licensed federal firearms dealer. So a lot of our business model is we can sell your home or business and everything in it. Um, it's a really nice service that our customers really appreciate. Uh, we work with a lot of attorneys. We do court-ordered liquidations. Uh, we handle St. John's County surplus. So we have a very diverse business. So it allows us to be super involved in the community. Uh, so we're excited to be a part of it. All right. So you actually started the auction and estate service business first and then started Realty. What led you to go, because it sounds like it may be enough for auction and estate services, firearms, automobiles, and what led you to, to add uh, real estate into the mix? My husband did, you know, with him, him and his father owned Century 21 at the Beach Realty at the time. And um, when they, when we met, course they were like you've got to start doing real estate and ironically now I do the real estate and my husband runs the other companies um, it's kind of been a fun little swip swap I think we were both ready for a change at that point in our career and I figured out that I absolutely love doing real estate that became my passion um, so and it, most customers when they're going through a major life change whether it be a new job or marriage or someone passes away and we're dealing with an estate oftentimes there's all of those assets involved in those life changes so it just made sense being able to sell the real property and being able to help them with all the personal property as well at the same time yeah you know i mean we've known each other a couple of years now and so i knew about all the different facets and and it, but obviously like most people before I meet you I didn't I don't see the connection and then you know never really thought of it but it makes perfect sense doesn't it absolutely 
I mean, you, they've already there's there's going to be a number of situations where you know they want to sell the house and they're not going to keep all of the contents of the house, but they do all kinds of other things. How do you what's your approach to incorporating the auction and estate when the person comes to you from the real estate side? So it, it really works out so much better. Number one, there's only one go-to person that they have to correspond with and you know speak with on a regular basis, and we handle everything. It's very turnkey. And most customers, that really relieves their stress and cuts down on anxiety during these big life transitions. Um, you know, a lot of times if they're having to go back and forth between a real estate agent and an attorney and then an estate liquidator and then a car dealer, it just is so overwhelming. So having one person that can kind of tie it all in together um, is very, it, it eases their mind. Not only that, but we use it to our advantage in advertising. So for instance, when we do an estate sale and an open house together, we cross-advertise the estate sale on the real estate listing, and then vice versa, we put the real estate listing on all the estate sale sites. So oftentimes when we do a sale, there's anywhere from 50 to 100 people lined up at a popular house. No one knows who's there for the real estate. No one knows who's there for the antique clock in the living room. So it creates this sense of urgency and excitement about the property. And oftentimes when we do that, the home is under contract by the end of the weekend. So it really does work well together. It seems so natural now. Are you surprised like me that nobody else is catching on and copying this model of yours so some have tried over the years um, you know it, it's one of those things it, it's a special mix so it takes a lot of juggling you've got to be good at multitasking and communication um, this is a much more popular business model up north for some reason um, a lot of auctioneers up north do real estate um, and everything kind of all in, tied in with auctions um, and but yeah not as many people do that down south that is interesting um, tell us more about Great expectations, uh, how it's run, number of agents, um, favorite types of properties, what your specialties are. Give us some more info. Sure, absolutely. So, Great Expectations Realty is one aspect of our business model. Um, we have a broker and an office manager, that's Beth and Steve Walt, and they run that part for us. Um, I'm an agent and a co-broker within that business. Um, I love to sell, so I knew that managing agents was not gonna be my forte, so we were super blessed to find Steve Walt who um, is the one that manages all of the agents and handles training and does all of the contract review. Um, he is one of the most incredible educators for real estate. He was a teacher and has taught probably 80% of the brokers in Northeast Florida. So we're thrilled to have him here at our brokerage. Um, and his wife is equally as talented. She's incredibly organized and has managed real estate brokerages before. So they take care of that aspect of it, which really frees me up to pursue my passion, which, you know, I do a tremendous amount of everything from commercial properties to redevelopment. Um, I love doing luxury homes as well. 
Uh, it's just something that I, there's something about the challenge of every property being so unique that really draws me. And then I like to mentor our agents as well. There's several that um, I will co-list properties with. If they're interested in learning more about commercial, I'll bring them in on a property and kind of walk them through the steps so that they can learn. Um, it's just, it's very rewarding. And uh, that aspect of it is kind of what I spend more time doing. And then my husband handles the auction business. And of course, we're super involved in Hastings right now. So he's out there um, managing all of the redevelopment that we have going on on our own properties. Okay. You know, I was going to ask about the differences between a small brokerage and a large brokerage firm. But... How about, uh, first, I guess I need to understand what is a small versus how small is small, large versus large, where do you fit in? So we have about 23 agents right now, which to me is a wonderful number. Um, every brokerage is different. Some will have five or six, some will have five or six hundred. Um, you know, I'm sure there's something for everyone. It's really a matter of what's right for each agent. Um, we find that our agents appreciate a little more hands-on interaction. Um, there's some brokerages in town that the agents have never met their broker. So, you know, if, if you were the type that you want to do it on your own and kind of just see what happens, there are opportunities that you can be with brokers that do that. Um, and then in the same respect, there's some larger brokerages that do a lot of hands-on training. The brokers are very involved. And I feel like we're kind of an in-between mix. So we allow our agents to gauge what a level of involvement they want us to have, but we're always available. So for instance, being part of a small brokerage allows you to, to have a broker on call pretty much 24 seven because either Steve, Beth, or myself is always available for our agents, um, which is, you know, there's a lot of brokerages where you can't really say that happens. Um, not only that, but Steve reviews every single document that comes through our desk. So it's literally very, very rare to have a broker review every single transaction and every single document. He puts his stamp of approval on it to make sure it's in compliance, um, both legally and ethically. Um, and I think that's very important, not just for our agents, because of course all of them want to do the right thing, but also for our customers. Having someone that has 40 plus years of experience in the real estate industry and has seen so much, it just really is a value add. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, I want to get a little more detail now. Um, what is uh, the Great Expectations approach to handling tenant disputes? So we have a small property management division. Um, Kevin and Sarah Acevedo, they run that for us. They're two of our agents. And we, thankfully, knock on wood, we have not had a lot of tenant disputes. Um, you know, I think the key in any property management division is really checking out your customers prior to putting them into a lease. You know, doing background checks, doing credit checks, uh, checking references, making sure you're putting a quality tenant into your customer's home is so important. And that'll cut down a lot on disputes. Not to say disputes aren't going to happen, that's just 
you know, the, the way the world works these days is you're at some point in time, you're bound to have a dispute. And I think it's really just best to stick to the letter of the law, you know, make sure that you're in compliance. And if, if your cust if your tenant is not in compliance, you know, you just stick with the facts and try to keep it neutral. Of course, we're all humans. There's going to be people that make mistakes. And I always believe in giving grace. Um, and ultimately, our goal and our job is to make sure there's communication between the property owner and the tenant. So if, if the property owner is happy and the tenant is happy, then we're happy. We're doing our job. All right. What would you say your approach is to maximizing rental property profitability and return on investment? Always important for the investor. Yeah, so you know, it's it's all about goals. Some people have specific cap rates that they're looking for with an investment. Um, you know, some people have other important factors. Like I have one couple right now; they're not as worried about cap rate as they are getting a really good tenant in place because they're planning to move into that home in two years. So they just want enough money to cover their expenses and to make sure that the tenant we put in there is going to take care of the garden and you know do little things like that so communication again is going to be key making sure that we understand what our customers goals are so that we can help them achieve it um, you know obviously running the numbers and making sure they have a realistic expectation is important and having that discourse with them yeah all right, cool. And before I get into the, um, the the other side of the operation, I want to remind everybody to uh, look at other videos on the Property Pros Podcast YouTube channel. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest like Jenna here, get with us. Um, obviously, we want you to subscribe to the channel and uh, and chat with us and get the conversation going. But if you are someone you know would like to be a guest, get with us so that we can have you on as well. All right. Um, so on the auctioneer side, um, how do you leverage your experience as an auctioneer to enhance the auto buying experience? So we primarily use our auto license for surplus. Um, I don't do a lot of automobiles outside of that unless someone just has one as part of an estate as a service of course we help them liquidate it but we don't have like a car lot where we're constantly buying and selling a flow those are pretty much our two primary outlets is for estate purposes and then of course for surplus um, where our auction license really comes into play is you know auction licenses are very similar to real estate license you have to jump through a lot of hoops go through background checks you have fiduciary responsibilities and that gives credibility to our estate sale business which we do quite a bit of but more importantly what it does is provides experience for when we do real estate auctions um, we have been responsible for several real estate auctions for luxury properties in downtown St. Augustine. And we're the only company in St. John's County currently that is doing absolute auctions, which are auctions with no reserves for luxury property. And that takes a considerable amount of experience and knowledge and you know confidence um, our customers need to have in our ability. Uh, so it, it's been uh, an amazing experience over the years being able to 
bring the results that we have for our customers through auction. Um, the two properties that we sold right on St. George Street downtown, both of those exceeded the appraised value. Um, so auctions really do work, but you have to understand the complexity uh, and the logistics behind it because otherwise, you know, if, if you auction on a property and it's not the right fit, it can go very much the other way. Hey Jenna, earlier when we were talking, you mentioned Hastings, and I know that you had recently purchased some property out there. Tell us more about what's going on in Hastings for you. Absolutely. So yeah, my husband and I, about two years ago, sold our business property, our commercial property in downtown Jacksonville in the Springfield area, and we were looking for a commercial property in St. John's County and found a building that we fell in love with in Hastings down on Main Street. And it started off with moving our auction company into that building and um, building and growing our business there. And we were working on renovating that building and then we saw other opportunities come available with buildings across the street from there. So next thing you knew, we now own five buildings on Main Street in Hastings. And um, we've been working on renovating them, um, not only for our own businesses, but also to put tenants in. Um, and we're super excited because since then, a lot of other people in the community have jumped on board. Um, and we have one of my great friends, Sarah Woodard, and she, her and her husband purchased another building on the street, and they're working on renovating that. And then we've had two other properties um, change hands that were sold and new businesses are coming in there. So there's a lot of redevelopment and growth um, and it's just been such a morale boost, I think, for the entire community. So is that is that what you call the Hastings Main Street Project? So it is, that's the Hastings Main Street Project. Um, we had a group of people get together and we started a nonprofit board. It's called Hastings Main Street Inc. And the board consists of 11 board members. And basically what we are doing is working on the revitalization of not only the Main Street area, but the entire community. We're working on economic redevelopment. We're working on cultural um, projects. We have all kinds of amazing um, festivals coming up. We have the Fall Festival, which is gonna be November 25th. And that's gonna be a really great time where we have all kinds of fun stuff planned. It's gonna be the Festival of Art. And we have highwaymen artists that are gonna be setting up. And then we also have a juried art show with, um, we've partnered with the St. Augustine Art Association. And the art show that they've been doing for the last 25 years is actually coming to Hastings Main Street. So it's just, it's been a, a wonderful uh, kind of roller coaster ride watching progress come to town. Um, there's new businesses. Um, we've had a lot of different community events, that community outreach events. We have a, a clothing drive coming up, some pop-up markets. Um, it's just very heartwarming to see the growth in our community. That is really cool. Um, I love that. And uh, most people probably like me, maybe you've heard of Hastings, but and you might have driven through Hastings, but probably haven't stopped in Hastings. Tell us more about the, the city, exactly where it's located, what kind of population and, and growth you're seeing. Yeah, so 
Hastings is smack dab in the middle between Palatka and St. Augustine. It is right there at the only stoplight in town. If you take a right, you will hit Hastings Maiden Street North, which is where most of the businesses are. Um, we have a bank, we have Normandy's Cafe, um, we have a new pizza place opening up soon, and then we also have another cafe that's coming to town. And then the, one of the businesses my husband and I are opening is we are having, we're going to be doing an event venue in the old historic Stanton Ford dealership building. And that business, we're going to have everything from weddings to community events. Um, we're going to do corporate events, a little bit of everything. So that's going to be a great draw to the community. Um, we also have a bakery that's getting ready to open in the next couple of months. Um, we're encouraging other businesses to come out. We'd love to see a distillery come out and do a Hastings brand potato vodka, which would be a lot of fun. Um, but there, there's so many cool th businesses that are really um, excited about the momentum of Hastings. It's about the only last affordable area left in St. Johns County where you can still buy commercial property for a reasonable amount. So that's exciting. And residential as well. We're seeing a lot of the development move out towards Hastings. So it's fun. And it sounds really exciting. Uh, please keep us up to date on that. Um, when, I mean, you know, you get a pizza place and a bakery, just let me know when they're open. I know, important and, stuff. <laughs> and I'll head down in the distillery and then I, I can I can head down there. That awesome. that just sounds great and very exciting for you. I wish you the best of luck on that continuing to grow. One other festival I'll mention, in the spring we are bringing back the Cabbage and Potato Festival, which was always a very big event in St. Johns County, but this next year we are adding potato, potato Cabbage, and Bacon Festival. So we, we kind of slid that bacon in there. Can't go wrong there. Yeah. Add, always add bacon um, to attract more people. That that is that is great. And before we before we wrap up, let us know anything else that you really need to let us know about, and also how people can reach you, um, social media sites, uh, email address, phone number, website, whatever you want to give for folks out there. Yeah, definitely. So um, our real estate site is gerealty.us. Our auction site is geauction.com. And then our Hastings site, if you're interested in learning more about Hastings Main Street, is hastingsfl.org. And you can join and become a member of that nonprofit group and help support the redevelopment and kind of follow along with all the cool festivals and events coming up. Um, but yeah, we, we would love to hear from you guys. Fantastic. Jenna Dennis, thank you so much for being on. really appreciate it. And for folks, um, for any of our other episodes, check us out on either Facebook or YouTube at Property Pros Podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. <laughs>